Okay, I want to tell you about one of our sponsors, Bet Online, our exclusive wagering partner. Bet Online, of course, where you get all your action on NFL football, NBA basketball, about to get started up in the coming weeks here. And Bet Online AG is the place you want to go. More options to wager than anywhere else online. So online today, take advantage of all the great midseason bonuses, offers, and contests. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. Use the code CLNS50 when you go to betonline.ag. Once again, betonline.ag, code CLNS50 to get you 50% off your initial deposit. Jimmy, we're live. Jimmy, we're live. That's fine. He looks good. Let me tell you. No, man. If I'm, if I'm looking like Sammy Sosa, I want to know it, guys. <laughs> I didn't want to say it. That's know. a good choice. <laughs> Sammy Sosa. I was going to say Michael Jackson, but Sammy I can Sosa. see that. We'll let the right. we'll let the people we'll let the people decide. But they got to. Michael Jackson. Michael Jackson. I look like Sammy Sosa. The people want to know. They're going to side with you. Speaking of Michael Jackson, if you guys watch the ESPN broadcast. Uh, who's the announcer? Uh, Mark, Mark Davis. Jackson? Mark Jones. Mark, Mark Jones. I didn't see any of it? Uh, I watched uh, the logo. No disrespect. I'm I'm blanking on the name, but he was saying how Grant Williams' dad was a bodyguard for Prince, and I looked it up, and sure enough, he was a bodyguard for Prince and Michael Jackson. So wow. pretty cool. Pretty cool. A little fun fact. The fun fact. What? Who's dad? Grant Williams. Oh, that's right. I had heard that before. Yeah, I think we knew I mean, that. It's, yeah, it's, it's we did. I just you know, it was it was in a bunch of articles. As soon as thanks I for reminding it, so. us. Okay, we are Everybody live. It's great tonight. I just want to remind you that we are live. Jimmy, you put me on. This is we're, great. We're talking about we're talking great about way to, to to get into the conversation, guys. You know, we're talking about the game. We're just waiting for people to come on. <laughs> we're talking about the game yeah. that. Who thought this was a win tonight? Not me. Nope. Not not before. Not during. Although yeah, the, the Paul George, the Paul George news came across pretty late, and then yeah, I didn't have enough still, time to process that. But that definitely made it way more winnable. Watching this game, the way it started, uh, as it wore on, um, and then you know, five, they made that great run in the third, terrific. But ice quarter of the year in that, yeah, yeah. There's a lot of see. That's the thing for this Celtics team for what they've been through the last week or so. The positive takeaways, they weigh so much heavier than the negatives, right? And obviously winning it means a lot because right. the Celtics needed this one. But Kemba Walker at the end of that game, that's a Are positive. Are you and Jimmy allowed to comment on the whole trip? Are we allowed? <laughs> what, do you, what, do you, what do you mean? I defer to you guys. I defer to you, you guys. Bob, you, Bobby, so you guys. You guys missed some good I marked stuff. You, I marked you absent. This is a, you, you get it. Your grade is incomplete for the so, week. You guys get some extra credit, you know, burn the midnight candle. I was tucked away in the sheets, so I can't fully comment. I did I did see majority I you were of in detention, the Jimmy. games slash the highlights, but um I'm not I'm not upset that I missed the Kings game. I can tell you that. I'm not upset that I missed it. It happened. I don't think we want to rehash it. We're on to we're on to the Clippers. We're on to the Clippers. We're on to the Clippers. All right. P- plenty of plenty of productive things from this role cast throughout this trip, though. Whether it's Tristan Thompson, Semi Ojale, Grant Williams, Sarah. Yeah, what did come on, Semi Ojale? Fine, he played some. You good got the final two stops on Kawhi tonight. One you know, game. Started, John. And a big shot. He should have started. It was a great. Are we going to play this game every cast. time? 
Hey, yeah, they, so Jason deal. Tatum, so you start with Jason Tatum tonight, the 34 points or whatever ended up being phenomenal performance, but then you go to Kemba Walker, who's been highly scrutinized in recent weeks. But right after that, it's like Payne Pritchard, Carson Edwards probably is the next name you mentioned. I'm and starting with Grant Kemba. And Grant and Tristan probably after that. I'm starting with Kemba. Here's the thing, though. Game-winning shot. It's Again, it's 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 one-on-one off with a lot of these guys, and we get it. Grant, DNPCD, plays a good game last game out, starts this game, is okay, knocks down a couple threes, fine. Didn't have a great start to the game at all, but hit a couple of shots late. That's fine. Semi couldn't shoot at all. The shots kind of failed him, but he plays some decent defense there against Kawhi. That's fine. Those are decent contributions. I'm not celebrating them yet. Uh, the Kemba Walker story, I think, is real, though, because um, – he was trending in the wrong direction again. And it wasn't, it was the same stuff we were seeing missing open looks all over the place, unable to get to the basket, started cold shooting, completely turned it around. This was Kemba's game tonight. Yeah. yeah Rough exactly. start. I mean, at 10, you're right. Tatum, Bobby, you're right. Tatum was the man the whole way through, but you're to right. me, Kemba's the headliner here. So that's the positive takeaway I'm talking about. You know, yeah. that's, the ta- that's the kind of positive takeaway that outweighs a whole lot of the negatives. And for someone like Kemba Walker, it goes a, a long way. I mean, after he made the shot, the, the way Tristan Thompson embraced him, I think just said it all. I mean, obviously he's been through it, whether you want to call it a, you know, crisis of, you know, fit or confidence or whether it was, I don't know if he was necessarily second-guessing himself, but obviously that was a big spot to be in going one for eight or, or whatever it was that he had that cold streak that night. And getting, getting out of that and finding some rotation, I mean, finding some momentum, I mean, that's going to be most important for the Celtics all season long. Like Kemba Walker getting the most out of Kemba is going to is gonna go a whole a long way for the Celtics team. I didn't see too many negatives tonight. I mean, what are we talking Here's about one. here? This Here's is- one. That That guy. Yeah. Okay. No one hates. <laughs> no one hates. No one hates a player more than every Celtics fan hates Jeff Teague right okay, now. But this yeah, is, you he, made a good point on him. Stupid. Though. He's it's this stupid. The point is, we shouldn't waste any energy hating Jeff Teague. Well, we okay. did it on Wednesday. I made my point there to do <laughs> this, this, it. So this is what everybody does. And they thank jump goodness. On e- go ahead, jump Jimmy. On easy tar- no, this is what people do. Like the like one person will say something about a player, then it'll snowball. Everyone will jump on it because it's like an easy target. Thank you. Jack's number fifteen, and I, I look. Look at is Jeff is Jeff Teague the savior of the Celtics? No, he's a depth guy. Has he been a little bit um, underwhelming? To he's been a he's, massive detriment to me. He hasn't been a massive detriment. Yes, I just, he has. I was, he it, derails it, it, lineups. He doesn't. Der- I mean, listen, he's not. I wouldn't say he's. He's definitely not helping the team right now, but I don't think he's killing the team. I, I mean, just even look at his plus minus. Like, he, I think he's had one really bad plus minus game like it was like minus because he's 15. always riding along tatum in the bench unit he and i i saw oh, a great so, stat. so other players can have bad plus minus but if he, but he can't the starters all had like a minus 15 entering the half but teague's the guy who, who messed the game up you know? i saw like, i saw a great right. stat that these bench units are plus 11 with tatum in there and no teague and then it goes to like plus one with teague in there so he's always going to have great players with them floating up the lineups but you see him he gets in spaces to shoot has no confidence or desire left to pull and then when he does he bricks it because he's just got no makes left in him his game's gone to complete he's not hell. playing well his defense is awful. 
And John, you made a good point. I, I was about to wash this whole game down the drain for him, but his passing was good. Yeah. His passing, his movement in this one was productive. And he, so. did get, he, he got to the bucket a couple times, missed. Missing open threes is a killer, though. I mean, you can't – he literally had – He had a practice all, shot. He had all day on a couple yeah. of those. And it's that's just what, – That's what's driving self Guys, you can't trade Teague. Stop saying in the chat, trade him. You can't trade him. <laughs> You, you launch him directly into the sun. You can't trade Teague. You, you can't you trade Brad. Him, put it this way. If you don't want him, no one owes you. You hand him a piece of paper and you say goodbye, Jeff. Yeah. You just say, don't, hey, don't show up tomorrow. Okay? Please don't come. Just Please don't home. come anymore. And you change the locks. You don't trade him. You're, you're just a player safety liability at this point. Like you, just want you wait till body. Friday afternoon where the least, there's a least chance of an incident and you have HR walk him out of the building. That's it. Okay. Yeah. At some Just point, don't yes. come back from the all-star break. Take a long all-star break. Get some yeah. rest. Again, no silver lining with him too, though. So I don't think there were any bad games across. I think everybody played a role in the defensive resurgence tonight. You know, I we see. always we always talk offense, but defense tonight on point after halftime. Everybody locked in, shutting down the Clippers at the three-point line. Once the fourth quarter came around, they weren't hearing anything from outside, and everybody plays a role in that. Like this is finally. Shades of a team I thought coming into this year could be the best defense in the NBA. They got to figure out the lineups, rotations, all that stuff. But Jimmy, I mean, this team has the record for three point shooting right now, all time, and they shut them down the you know from 57 to 41 by the end of the game. This was a massively inspiring performance against you know, this is as hard of a team as you can come across. The Lakers are one thing because they defend. I think they're missing anyone, somebody. But... Yeah, but Bobby. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. That's what. Well, makes... the Celtics are missing two guys. It's a it's no, a I'm fair trade. Saying, like... You actually can't possibly make it a more even trade in terms of missing guys with Beverly and Smart and George and Brown. You know, like yeah. it's all it's literally a dead. It's too watch. bad. That would have been a great. I would love to have a Beverly. Yeah, that one matters. But Beverly and Smart, dead wash right there in terms of value to the team and what they bring. Yeah. And George and George and George and Jalen are the are the one A's to the one of the team. I mean, it's exactly a dead wash in terms of players who are missing tonight. Well, Jalen would murder Paul George in cold blood. Uh, so I think he's got the edge there. Paul George to me, it's off. So. Not lately. I'll say it. Uh, no, not lately. No, not lately. He's been, no, he's been doing right. his thing. But. We're going to go back to that whole Jalen-George thing because George has been better than Jalen this year so far. It's close. Yeah, it's, it's, no, I mean, you can, you can make that argument if you're going to go back to the rankings. But we all know that you can't – you did not follow that assignment correctly at all, Bobby. You were like Jamal – um, who is it uh, on? Uh, oh, well, I was using past production. Yeah, Murray didn't count that. Yeah, Murray. Yeah, you were using a bunch. You were going all over the place. But Fucci point pass. stands, Paul George is having a great season. Um, <laughs> Never, hey, real quick on it. Teague. Real quick on Teague. I know we're going to move on, but we've bashed pretty much every player that we've bashed at some point this season has kind of turned it around to some extent. I mean, whether it's Grant Williams, um, Carson Edwards, we'll talk about him. I mean, Kristen? they're not they're, they're, maybe I wouldn't go. I wouldn't even go that far yet, but Brad Stevens isn't going to give up on Jeff T. There's too much of history there. He's a veteran. I don't think we're at that point yet. I, I, I mean, I don't know what's going on with Teague. He's in a slump. That's the one I'm going to say. Uh, we, Bobby and I were talking about it a lot. <laughs> Absolutely. I'll tell you what. Uh, can we say this about Tristan? Uh, Bobby, you're talking about Tristan Thompson. It's not a coincidence he's playing his best basketball in California right now. With maybe, like we said last week. Good point. Little, you Does know, Boston little, just suck? 
we had we had a couple people tweet Chloe and say, hey, Chloe, Tristan's lonely. Like, you know, like hit him up, like, you know, maybe like meet for dinner or something like that. They can't I don't do know that, if they've though. been hanging out a little bit or what, but, um, you know, maybe it's just some. His pregame handshakes had a little bit of, I wish one of you guys, I wish I signed out here flavor, you know, like. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it could have been. You know? so the old, uh, old Adipo, what, like, been? what the fuck did you sign this Avaca guy for? I was right there. <laughs> I was right there. Like, I am LA. Like, what are you guys doing? Who is yeah. better tonight, Tristan or Abaca? Um, I mean, Abaca to start. I mean, Abaca looked good to start, but then he disappeared. He yeah. I thought I bought, they, I thought, they I thought, went away. I thought from he existed. Because uh, what's his name? Zubach. No, Zubach was playing so well. Yeah, he's a great cutter and finisher. So oh, they said God, he was, we're shooting. He, he was we're shooting sixty percent from three, so he can just eat dunks at the rim. He ate Tristan alive. Yeah, he's great. He's one of the most underrated players in the league. He ate Tristan alive. Tristan was the third best center out there today, and we're celebrating him. So Speaking I of saw- third centers. You want to talk about that starting lineup, Bobby? You were upset. Oh, that was a disaster. Yeah, we can start <laughs> this from the first quarter. Kemba's missing shot after shot around screen, but the lineup, they they come out and it's Grant, Tice, uh, was it Thompson? Did they have those three guys on the court together? Was that the combination? Yeah. It was yeah. three centers. Grant, Tice, Thompson. I, we got to stop talking about He's He's freaking 6'5". I know. Yeah, but he played center last center. year. No, he didn't. He played uh, So he's a four playing three, so they're sliding everybody He played in a centerless lineup, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. In this matchup last year, he definitely Draymond Green's not a center, games. even though sometimes he'll play center. It's just I, oh, just, Draymond's definitely a center. It, Grant Williams is not a center. All right, but Green not, definitely is. Okay. I not, mean, he, he, not, he played an entire playoff series against. They're perimeter Green, players. Green, Green's good enough where you can call him a center. They're perimeter Fine. players. Hey, if, you, a, if, if you're closing the NBA Finals at center, you're a center. He's a wing or a small four. They're not traditional center. I'm talking to, I'm talking to too many old guys here. Remember what centers so used Bob, to be. Who shouldn't have been in it that doesn't lineup? Matter. DJ He's Tucker's a center today. Who shouldn't have been in that lineup today? Uh, it was tough tonight because you're missing so many guys, but it's just so ugly watching three centers out there. And I want to ask Brad pregame, like, is, is this what you want? Because it Bobby, doesn't got, seem Bobby, like you, it's – You say three centers one more time and you're five minutes in the penalty box. <laughs> <laughs> Want. Like, is this what you want? You want bigs. I'll use the word bigs all over the floor. Uh, you. you know, Tatum at the two. And Kem- it was just so awkward. No spacing. And finally, after the first quarter, he threw that in the trash and was like, we just don't have any spacing right now. And credit to him, he goes toward Carson Edwards. And that just completely opens the floor. They get out in transition. They make some shots on the run. And that changed the game tonight. They were about to go down by like 15, 20, and they stayed within 10, 8, 12 because of all those shots Carson Edwards hit. So that ended up being the key adjustment. You just you don't play three centers together. It's or three bigs together. That's just ridiculous. I mean, you could you could call it a key adjustment, but I call it more of a stroke of luck. I don't I don't know where, where that came from. I mean, three three pointers in a row, right? right but but that's been weeks in the making, I'm, though. He keeps talking about Carson. Grant basically started yeah. at the two today. Okay. I'm thinking, Grant, why Grant, was basic, Grant was basically your two guard in the lineup today. I don't understand yeah. why you don't go Jimmy as small forwards. They're going three bigs. <laughs> What's up they with Tice? Yeah, you're right, Joe Sway. I don't know why they don't ever start Semi, especially with the production he's been giving them this I year. This is another game for him. 
Yeah, the three bigs, that was, I mean. He's not I, a starter. That's why. Without Paul George, I mean, if Paul George was there, there's no way he would he would have done that. But still, uh, that was that was a weird uh, starting lineup for sure. Now, Tice hurt in this one as well. Just not against this team. I, I don't think you do that. On him post-game yet? No, not yet. But he probably won't get. I mean, he he just had one of those games where he kind of ended up like out of it anyway. He probably would have been playing late in this one anyway because oop, there's Jeff. He just he just didn't have it. <clears throat> but the other ones yeah. did. Grant was awesome. I thought Tristan was fantastic. And uh, Rob, what a weird Rob game too. Two what, pull up jumpers. Every game is a weird. Have we ever been like, yeah, that was about right for Rob tonight? I feel like every game's a weird Rob game. <laughs> He missed two shots in crunch time at the rim, but hit two pull-up 15-foot jumpers. And, 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 and rattled another one out. They um, won by four off two Rob Williams jumpers. Yeah, and, and, and he, he rattled another one out. His jumper actually looked great. Weird game, but, I mean, you'll take anything out of this one that they possibly could have gotten contribution-wise. And we've been talking about this. I know, John, you hate talking about the supporting cast, but we know Tatum has it. We know Brown has it. Kemba's hit or miss. And then it's like, what can you get from everybody else? And tonight, almost everybody else showed up in some way or form. And defense matters, too. Like, this was just a – I think Clippers average 118, so you hold them to 115. A lot of that was in the first half. They scored 63 by halftime. So this was just a remarkable performance. And we're talking about this This could be a 3-0 and road trip so far if they just closed against the Kings a little better. So, Tice update. Well, they lost to the Lakers, from, too. From Brad Stevens. I don't think it's anything big. He sat a couple of occasions last year for the same thing. But this stretch is insane, so we have to be smart with all of these guys. That's Brad on Daniel Tyson's knee soreness. He's been talking about his knee for a couple weeks, too. So yeah, he's managing something there. Well, don't tell John about knee injuries. He'll want to amputate immediately. All right, should we do it? Let's circle back to Kemba. Where are you, John? Like, this is... My thing on him is I, I keep saying the efficiency doesn't matter to me. Like, it just doesn't matter right now. I know he was 36-6 coming into the night, but if he's getting shots up, finding them throughout the flow of the game, defending competitively and scoring, I think we're talking, you know, somewhere between 15-19 a game from him. That, they, which that's is, what they need. Which is a good bit less than what you really want from him. Eventually, but right now? I don't know that it goes up. I, I, what I'm saying is, if this is what you have, went up Kemba, tonight. If this is what you have from Kemba, and this is best case, uh, you'll take it. No question about it. It was a good, not great game, but it's certainly fine considering we've had a couple of one of twelves and two of whatevers. So, yeah, you want to see him hit closer to fifty percent of his shots. You want to see him continue to take his shot. The team needs him to be uh, a, a a more consistent offensive player than he's been to to be able to get to where they want to go. I, I don't know. I mean, if do you guys twenty four points? I mean, this is all star level Kemba Walker. I, I don't. I don't think so yet. It was T. I mean, if you're getting twenty four from Kemba every night, but let's let's not forget absolutely, absolutely. Jalen Brown, Brown didn't play tonight, so obviously somebody had to take those shots and step up, and so he did. Um, I'm I'm very happy with with how he played. I mean, he did have a cold start. Um, I will say side side note. I did bet Kemba Walker over nineteen points in this one, wow. which hit. So no big deal. But I was nervous. A little bit the way he started, but um, hey, he came around late on that massive play down the stretch there, and then he hit the two big free throws. Um, as you know, you want you want your you want him at the line late in game, and he came through, rolled around the rim, and made it interesting. But um, listen, that's the Kemba Walker that 
honestly, I wasn't sure we were going to see. I, I, I'll be honest, completely honest. And, and if you watch this show, I didn't think he'd even be playing right now. So I'm not certainly not going to complain with 24 points uh, and a win on the road. With we're not Brown complaining, but what do we want to? What do we? No, I'm not say? complaining. I'm the opposite of complaining. I'm impressed. I'm happy. Neither with- am I. You'll take this effort, but what are we saying here? Like, do the whole entire game? The announcers are like, he clearly doesn't look like himself again. You know, like the first half. Then some shots dropped, and we're like, okay. Well, the problem is, I mean, and I've been saying this all along. He's, like he's been like that for he's been like that for a long time, John. Like, but. You know, look at the stat line. I mean, look, 24 points. What are we talking about? Nine of 19. That's what, 47%, uh, four assists, big shots down the stretch. Like, what What other Kemba are you looking Good for? Good defense. He was, he, he was your second Kemba. best player. He best was your second Kemba's best player. Yeah. That's what he is. When and so, he like, this guy in Boston because he has these two rising stars, you know, next to him. But the, you, that's that's every such a great night, point. But there's no complaints. Uh, zero. The, and that's where they are now. We know he's never going to be an All Star again. He already knows he's not an All Star this year. He admitted it today. I, like, well, that's this, a little different. Yeah, <laughs> but but I'll say this: you got two players in front of him. We've talked again and again about him adjusting to that next role that's going to be here for him. So if he's somewhere between, as you say, All Star John and this whole other crowd who's trade him, he's done. They're stuck with him. He's just. Wasted piece. How are they ever going to get rid of Why him? Why is this me? can be somewhere in between. 85% of our chat last game was Kemba Walker is trash. Trade him. Like, yeah, that's who I'm talking about. I'm not talking about you. We're riding up and down this Yeah, your minions. You're I'm minions, playing it John. down the middle. Kemba looked pretty good. I know. You crazy. He's, he's been inconsistent. What are we talking about? But, These are but, facts. But he my looked- point. My point is you can have ups and downs from him because there's other players that are far more important than him. He's still going to be a massively valuable piece because he can give you 15 to 20 every single night in that third-man role. It doesn't matter how efficient it is. And that's why I keep going back to the playoffs. Like everybody looks at his postseason as a disaster, but Brown had exploded, Tatum had exploded, and it was enough to ride the team there deep into the Eastern Conference Finals. Now, certainly if he's better than he was in the playoffs, they'd probably make the finals, which is what you would like here, and that's you know what he's trying to work toward right now. But he's so much closer to being you know, what we loved about him in that Philadelphia series, I think, than what other people are talking about with, oh, how can we trade him? How can we dump him? How can we get rid of him now? So John's, John's obviously moving the goalpost because he was way, I way, I love way, having Kemba here. He was way, way, way way more negative on Kemba Walker, you know, going into the season, as as was I. But what, 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 what are you shocked about? I mean, what have I said? nothing. I mean, what are we talking? Danny tried to trade him. I didn't okay. like that. But, but, <laughs> exactly. And, I, and, well, we don't, we don't know the facts. Anybody, on Danny's like, hey, on the DL, this guy's, this guy's knee is messed up, and I don't know what we're going to get out of him, and he's not an all-star anymore. No, but no, can no. I trade you an all-star? Aging the like, value of Kemba that. is not trying to trade him. That's two completely different things. Wrong! Look, That's not what he wanted. He wanted John, a different before, player. John, before I the think, season even started, what did Danny Ainge say? We're gonna, what we find out about Kemba this year is going to I believe everything Danny Ainge says. Listen, that was reported in such a provocative is, way, too. Still, we're still in the middle of finding out what Kemba Walker still has left in the tank. This just started a week ago. He just came back. Right. This, so that's where I'm at. I'm, I'm like, is a positive sign that he's going in the right direction. Like, I, I don't get why this small right. sample size is making everyone like it's a foregone conclusion that Kemba's lost it forever. If the Celtics, if the Celtics, he drops twenty four, he shoots nearly fifty percent, hits a big shot down the stretch, and John's like, nope, I don't want it. 
Come on, so man. Let, let me put this up. Before. If they could have traded him, would you wanted them to? For just like a replacement level point guard. I was on board for the holiday. For the holiday. Trade. I don't that's even think it's fair enough. I don't think right now it's fair enough for you to answer that question. I really don't. It's not, we don't was know. the holiday trade even at they, they go four first round picks for him. The reason we had this conversation because it was theoretical. We don't know if it's right or not. I just said I'm selling the stock in Kemba because I don't like the smaller point guard with the knee problems. Uh and I just don't think it's I, I would you trade were, you were there, you were there before we knew yes. that Kemba Walker before was we knew that he had hurt. the issues. Yes. Right. So then once he once we found out that he was hurt, well, it's like, okay, now it makes sense why they were maybe trying to shop him, blah, blah, blah. All this stuff wasn't necessarily for any other reason because of that. However, he it off the playoffs last year. That's how, before they even shut him down. However, I think the way he's played since he came back, while inconsistent, which I assumed would happen because he's getting himself back into game shape. He's still, you know, want to get, want to make sure the knee is at a good place. He's taking games off. He's playing less minutes. He's not, you know, maybe getting into his rhythm. Oh, Tonight, Lord. he definitely played the most minutes. I don't know if it was by far, but easily the most minutes he's played yep, since he's returned. Far. And he, you know, looked good down the stretch. We already talked about it. He hit the game. So, listen, the Celtics won this game without Jalen Brown. Kemba Walker stepped up and was your second-best player, who will always be your Rob. second or third-best player now because of the leaps and bounds that Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum have taken. So, I'm completely fine with the way he's playing. I think he's going to continue to improve. He's going to get the minutes up there and get more into a flow of things. And the more he plays, the more um, like fluid or flowing, I should say, the offense will be with him, Brown, and Tatum in there. So I'm I'd fine with it. I'm, it. I'm happy. I'm very close to apologizing. I'd love to see it. More. I love Kemba. I, I I like the guy. Like I said, we've talked about this before. He literally saved. He saved everybody from doomsday. The, the misery that was Kyrie. <laughs> Absolutely, oh, yes. he it. but he's doing more than that. he's not so, just like anti. I know he's he not just a smile and anti Kyrie. He's a, still a good basketball that's player. The, that's why he was a perfect. We're literally talking about does he belong in a conversation to be considered a member of a big three, or is he support, or is he more of a supporting player? This is the level we're talking yeah. about. Is he up near that level, and will he get there again, or has he? Are we accepting? More of a support role. This is literally the only conversation we're having. We're not saying Kemba's no. bad. Okay, is that a Kemba Walker a thing role. or is that a Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown thing? Because in order for them to well, you get can't to get to that level to... now, right? They're they're so far gone. Yeah, right. So of course Kemba right, Walker is going to take a little bit of a hit there. I mean, that's just like again, it goes back to he's like, a solidified one... three. I just we talk about moving goalposts, guys, and this is what I'm t- talking about. When the season began, before Kemba's knee thing came up, it was Tatum is the one, Kemba is the 1A, Brown is the two, Brown is the three. Brown's the four, actually, right? (laughs) Uh, Jalen Brown was the third option, okay? Now, Tatum and Brown are in another stratosphere that we can't even hint at Kemba being anywhere near them. And Kemba is okay at 18 points a game. We've already moved the goalposts from preseason expectations down. That's not because of Kemba, though. That's because Brown moved That's into the fine. All-NBA. Okay. We're now Dude, saying we're okay going. with 17. We're saying we're okay with 17, 18 a game. And if we are, then that's fine, which is counterbalanced by the ascension of Brown and Tatum to a yet another level. But that's still less than what you were expecting in – Early in year two of a four-year deal, coming off an all-star starting performance last year. It, it is 
it's it's not exactly what you were what you what you bought in for. No, right? for sure. 20. No, 20 no. a game. No. For sure. I mean, it's not a good thing he's hurt and he's dealing with this and all this other stuff, but it does line up with him needing to move to a lesser role and contribute in more of a tertiary way. But so far, I mean, we're talking about, what, 10 games back so far, nine games back? Like, he's, he's moving at a rapid pace. He's ahead of schedule and coming back, which we've already hashed out, and fitting into this role tonight the way he did. And, you know, even against the Warriors, I thought he was pretty good in that game as well. Yeah, Like, he, he's moving ahead of schedule now. And as the minutes ramp up, which, like, you know, Jimmy mentioned that a few minutes ago. We're only talking about three games of him playing real minutes. So he can't even get in the flow in a lot of these different games. So, like, it's just way, it was way too soon to dump him for Isaiah and all the stuff other people are saying. John, I'm not throwing that all on you, but, like, it, there's just been this conversation around him. Like, they need him to be an all-star again, which they don't. And that he's way worse and way more done than anyone could have uh, imagined just because he couldn't start the season, which had more to do with the season starting early than Kemba being behind schedule and not ready to go. If you lined up the date of Martin Luther King, he would have been solidly back in the lineup if that was the starting night. So, like, I... <laughs> I just don't know like where all this emphasis of dumping him and what are we going to do with Kemba and this this idea that he's a liability. Like even if he's below your expectations, he's nowhere close to being a liability. Nobody's saying that. Yes, you they are, are everywhere. No, we had a pod- I'm not. We had a podcast no, on the network. Anymore. I just posted a segment pregame with Sean Devaney saying – no one in the league would take this contract right now. This guy's poison. Tom gang, what up? Wait, no, no one said he's poison, but that's more of the commenters thing. They want Isaiah Thomas over this guy. Well, Sean, I mean, there's, there, there's still probably saying that rationally. Like, what? Who are we listening to? Yeah, listen. <laughs> John throws a lot of comments up that he probably shouldn't. People are that crazy to say that but do they really mean it probably not we're I mean, trying to improve the dialogue here is is kemba tradable right now i still would say no i don't think would you trade him thing. would you trade him for a fair return right now whatever you think that could no, be no well, what no. the hell does that mean i don't know well, I mean, what's a fair return to you just whatever you can imagine is a fair return <laughs> no it's <laughs> like whatever i'm, you think I'm not, trying to, not, I'm not trying to trade him i'm not i'm not trying to trade him how about so you john what am I trying to trade him for? Would you trade him for what you consider a fair return? For Kemba? Yeah. I don't know. Give me some options. <laughs> yeah, Bobby, get back to us with a, with an example. No, I mean, just whatever you – I mean, for John, it was Drew Holiday, which I don't think was realistic. I think that was the Celtics optimistically hoping for that. But, like, yeah, Dennis Schroeder or someone like that. Uh, okay, optimistically. Ooh. And when that happened, Ooh. I said I would absolutely do that. And then they, the Pelicans said, no frigging way are we doing that. Right. But and they got a crazy we were too good too. for that trade. The Celtics were too good. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't I mean, record saying I wouldn't do that. I thought Drew Holiday was overrated. Maybe I was wrong. Let's maybe, move up. Let's, yeah, let's I thought he was up. so underrated that he was overrated. They let's end up getting four first-round picks from or whatever ended up being. Let's so. get to, let's let's we're we're right now literally having a debate about whether or not Kemba is a twenty-three point per game guy or an eighteen point per game guy. We all think he has value. We're just simply talking about whether or not we're ready to. 
punch his ticket to the All-Star game after one pretty good game. And I'm saying, no, I still want to see consistency. I want to see him knock down more shots, be a more efficient scorer, okay? That's pretty universally considered to be the critique of Kemba right now is he's just not efficient. He's not efficient. He's not an efficient scorer. That's all we want to see, more of it. That's It's not sure. asking a ton. Okay. My thing that I want to see is just I want to make sure that he has no knee pain. And so far, I haven't seen so far, heard so anything good. like that. So, yeah, I'm so good. far, so good. Let's move on to Carson, okay? Normally, oh, we have a Carson moratorium on this show, which is – 30 talk. minutes. Wow. he made 30, 30 minutes was the, was the most impressive stat on that. Like right? 30 minutes. So That's crazy. The, we, 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 we refuse to talk about Carson Edwards on this show when he comes in during Geno time because that's garbage. It's a friggin' Vegas league. He just comes out and he shoots every time down the court. Seven tonight, and 12, was, though, was, tonight was real, and it was with confidence, and he was taking it. And three, three. All right, let's, let's I mean, talk to he, the guy who thought he could have been the key adjustment in the playoffs, Joe Sway. <laughs> Joe Sway, Carson Cam. No, Maybe Joe Sway was the Carson Cam, go. As, as much as Bobby wishes that was a legitimate take, he, he brought it up like 17 times on the show. <laughs> that was No, I'm giving you credit. I mean, I. No, no, uh, screw that. That was the last, the Celtics were screwed. This is their last option because they're not going to win the series. Of course, they lost the series. And listen, Carson Edwards never lacked confidence. It's just about pure skill. Is this guy uh, talented enough to lock down an actual rotational position? I'm not quite sure. I don't know if this, I don't know if this, if I'm sold on this. You know, to John's point, people want to uh, combine his three point uh, averages to, you know, garbage time appearances. Uh, it doesn't quite work like that. You know, the, the, the pressure isn't quite the same compared to what we saw tonight. Now, tonight, completely different story. Those are meaningful minutes. Those were the times where the Celtics needed him to make those threes. Like Bobby mentioned, you know, if he doesn't make those three threes in, in, in what, four minutes or whatever it was, the Celtics would have had a harder time get, getting out of that deficit. But I don't know if I'm ready to say this guy is, is it yet. I want to see some more consistency in those kind of minutes, though. I don't want to see him knocking down three-pointers in garbage time. No, you need to. And certainly there's a defensive concern with him. Kawhi kind of hunted him out in crunch time. So that became a problem with him. But when you think of shot making off the bench, there's no doubt he can make shots. And he's a ball handler as well. Strong rebounder for his height. There's things there that you like. And there's a reason they paid him as much as they did as a second round pick. He He's pretty well paid for what he actually is. So they have hope. And there was a skill set there that they hope they could develop. And what I'm seeing the last few weeks, and we've seen him thrown into a couple of different games now. The Cleveland one, I think, sticks out the most because he was 7-12 to 12 in that one. But... Uh, he's had strong performances. Now, nothing amazing like tonight was amazing from him, but he's shown signs and contributed and impressed the coach as well. We don't think of Brad's we don't think of Brad Stevens as someone who usually would trust a young player without there being legitimate reason, but he's talked about Carson numerous times over the last couple of weeks as a guy who's rising in this rotation. So that makes me believe, along with what we've seen, that he could be a bench player for this team. And Pairs hand in hand with what we've talked about yeah. with Teague. Teague Who isn't a threat. You know what else? You know what I realized? Takes Teague's minutes. Nobody, right? Yeah, but you know what else I realized though? Uh, this is a big reason why we're not seeing Aaron Neesmith. It has to be guys. Carson Edwards. I, I think Brad Stevens is like, no, I have this for Carson. Carson has earned this, or he's shown me enough. And Carson's a point guard. Carson in there over. Oh, no, yeah, Carson's a that. center. I think. I get that, but. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I'm not look, it's the new NBA, Bobby. I brought this up in the group chat. And I didn't mean it as oh, I need this to be I tell us I need I need this to be Brad Stevens's uh, option at point. No, I just need it to be an option, period. 
I want to see Neesmith out there, some some uh, defense at the corner position, you know, or, or, or I don't know, uh, putting him out there instead of putting three bigs in the starting five. Like, what are we doing here? Whether it's him or Shemi, I, I mean, That's yeah. That's a fair point. I, Shemi's getting his minutes, but, like, where's Neesmith, guys? Like, what is he doing? Is he in the doghouse? Did he make fun of somebody that he shouldn't have? Like, I don't I think I don't this is the right take on Carson, by the way, from Kyle. You put him in, he hits a couple shots, friggin' house money. You just let it ride. If he doesn't and he gives up and he fouls a couple guys and he gets burned on defense, you pull him out in three minutes. That's how Kyle you end up seeing him. Kyle Edwards. No one expected That's that. Be related. Yeah. He's like, he's my cousin. Trust me. <laughs> it's really amazing how a guy like him is able to. Uh, he had COVID. I mean, that quietly became a, a story within the last couple of weeks, but in that period, he was out. Uh, but. He just kind of can't. He was back with Tatum during the scrimmages, and he played so good in those scrimmages with the coaches and stuff. They're like, this guy might have something here, and he rose out of that to actually, like, I don't think he's in the rotation yet, but he's right there. Like, whenever they need to switch something up and get more playmaking at the wing, and he's kind of somewhere between. What happened to Neesmith though? Like, we thought. I don't think. I don't think they're interchangeable. (laughs) We thought no, they're not. But it was trending. <laughs> it was trending towards like, we're like he had that game and he scored the nine points and he hit a couple threes and you're like okay this is it little baby steps baby steps to dr marvin's you know like uh <laughs> and he just didn't he's an offensive player and there's nothing wrong with the offense right now like they need to fix it i know defense. but we're, talking, we're sitting here saying carson edwards saved the game he certainly didn't do it friggin with his defense like no he, he played good defense but Smith earned that minutes or he earned that big performance from his defense, Bobby, though. That's what got him on the floor. And I agreed with that. Before the 10th game of the season, people were calling for Neesmith to come in and save the day. And I said, no, wait, not yet, guys. But 10 games later, I mean, look, I get it. If the Celtics were in a better position health-wise, then I would say, okay, yeah, let's hold off. I'm all for letting the rookie, you know, get his grooming or whatever you want to call Over it. Over Carson? I mean, at the time – it depends, but now I'm still thinking, why not put him in there, especially on a night when you don't have Jalen Brown? You lost one of your corner position players, a, a, a big one. I don't get it. I, I, I guess he's not doing something that Brad's – just something's not there. Something He's not doing something. I'm not, I'm not taking away from Neesmith, but I don't think we're giving enough credit to Carson. I mean, we keep calling it garbage time, but, like, you got to do something sometime. Neesmith's had garbage times as well to, you know, show out, and he's he's had the a good – him the ball. That's true, but that's Garth a strength. It's Carson, dribble, 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 bang. You know, like that's the strength to being a point guard and having I'm the ball in your hands. Yeah. The he ball doesn't. starts with me. At, yeah. yeah, he never lacks confidence. <laughs> Him and Waters, I guess. <laughs> After Waters, geez, that is. A, I mean, that's an underrated reason Neesmith hasn't been able to break out too. Though he's not a dribbler. He's he not a playmaker. Yeah, he always so, has yeah. to find a perfect spot to score. Someone has to pity him. Yeah. And like, here you go, you I'll shoot go, too, little guy. I'll go back you to how that way, right, John? Dan? I'll go back to this team needs <laughs> defense. And tonight got me so excited more than anything else because I just saw defensive play after defensive play in that second half. They turned LA over on back to back plays with Robin Teague. Uh, they Kemba. Tatum had thrown two balls away with a shot clock violation and then threw one right to Batum. And Kemba races back and steals it back. I mean, the defense was just great. Story, huh? Yeah. Uh, Tatum had a – oh, I hated that possession before. Like, spending the whole shot clock trying to force it to him in a double team. Meanwhile, Edwards is wide open. That was what you would have done, John, because you wouldn't have wanted Edwards shooting that. You know, I'm glad Edwards was shooting it and not Marcus Smart. I'll tell you that. 
Ooh. Jimmy, how do you feel about uh, Edwards versus Neesmith? I can't, I'm not as fired up about it as you guys are. I'll be completely honest. I mean, we're talking <laughs> I like out of rotation. These, these, are, these are two guys who are, I mean, I don't even know if either of them are in the rotation. I don't even know where the rotation ends. You don't think Edwards practice. is? It I don't. Every game. I don't. I think. I think. The, I think what that commenter said earlier is exactly right. He threw yeah. him in there because you're you're just rotating guys in. Got a little spark early. Kept rolling with him. Played the hot hand. Wouldn't be stunned if Edwards plays four minutes next game. Maybe maybe zero. That's fair. Right. Yeah. Everything's I mean, a matchup basis with this team. Now I'm surprised. That's why we can't get too high and too low on the. Oh, Grant was good tonight, and then he didn't play the next night, and Semi was good tonight. It really is. I think, and that's why. We were def- Bobby, you and I were defending Brad last time when he's getting killed in the comments. Like, I actually think he's making the most out of this because you don't love a lot of the combos that you're going to put out there. You're you're stuck. How many times are you stuck out there with Teague and Tice and whatever? And you're like, I don't know. We'll see how this goes. And they survive it, you know? Like, they, 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 they're they able to get by. I, I think Brad's doing a good job with it right now. He's finding the right mixes. It's just there's a, there's a lot of guys you don't love uh, coming off the bench there. What what was the game where we went crazy because thirteen guys were playing, and that was kind of the start. Thirteen guys in the first twelve, first eight minutes. Yeah, and that That wasn't that long ago. That was like a week ago. It was like the Spurs game. The Spurs game. That was crazy time. And so that was the start of this. Like for a week and a half now, they've been trying everybody out. And one of them was Grant Williams. Remember that? Yeah, and then Grant came out in a big way against the uh, the Warriors. So well, Grant Williams, we we we've we've kind of back. made fun of him a good amount on the show, so we should probably give him his due. You I'll did last this. time. You guys slept oh, through. Oh, it. Yeah, yeah, I was I was fast asleep, but so then <laughs> I'll, I'll make was up tweeting. For, you were sleeping. I'll make up <laughs> for it by saying this. Grind never stops. Grant Williams hit a three pointer uh, against the Kings that I I had to watch it on replay like seventeen times. He's fifty percent from three. Grant Williams. He like made like an actual NBA move. It's like did a step back and like hit a three pointer, and I was absolutely stunned. I I had to put my phone down and like take a few deep breaths. Yeah, I couldn't yeah, believe that. Right. And he's so yeah, and he's hitting more threes now. So like we always say like, what does Grant Williams actually do good? The We've three always said nothing. You do here. Yeah, I, I'm starting to think that maybe he's not a guy that I cringe at least when he takes a three pointer. So oh come on, Jimmy. No, he's not. He's not. We're talking. Oh. So he started 0 for 25 for his career, which you hear a million times. I was actually at the game where he finally hit his first three pointer. It was at the TD Garden. I don't and remember where they played, but it was like it was the funniest, you know, running joke going on the team. Everyone I want to was- say since that three, like all the way back to that very first three playoffs <laughs> and everything in between, he's like 42 percent from three. Yeah. So I no, mean, that's I mean, that's really good. It is absolutely. I mean, he, he gets the ball. You. You want him taking the shot, so. I think so what are we saying? Shots. I think it's most important that he's taking it. I mean, there was a lot of times I felt like where he was more hesitant, especially the first couple of weeks of the season. But then you fast forward and you saw it, whereas it was like, okay, whenever he gets time on the floor, can he get open? And now he's getting open and he's not even thinking twice. And I think that's a huge step for him, uh, especially when, you know, after the slow start, where it just felt like he was, well, didn't feel like it. he was for a little bit out of that rotation uh, completely. Yeah. No, it's another huge, another huge adjustment too. By Brad is playing zone now every game. To yeah, get he Grant. loves it. 
Last they year could. was their doom. Now, now Brad's like, I'm going to get me some of that zone. It's such well, a weird zone. Grant's a good zone defender, and I think he's been awesome in those sets. So you can put Grant out there at the four where he hasn't been the best defender, and he can defend a position instead of a guy, which he seems better at. And then, you you know, whoever's down the middle, whether Rob or Tristan or someone else, they're getting more benefits out of that as well, too. So, like, the Fire Brad crew, there's, there's just a lot of good stuff Brad's doing this the last fire week. Fire Brad, trade Kemba, release Teague. Well, release <laughs> Teague was so on point. I mean, what's with the anger? We're, we're 20 games into the season. There are a couple games over 500. I have no anger over wins and losses. No, Zero. I'm not talking about you. I'm talking about a lot of our viewers. Don't worry about the commenters, Bobby. To talk, talk about stuff that's happening, not what people, not what a few outliers right. are saying. All right, I'm not looking at the comments anymore. But Wednesday, stop. Wednesday drove me up a wall. No smart. Oh, no, you're gonna drive yourself crazy. It's like it's like spending all day on Twitter. At the end of the day, <laughs> we said we said this. Like this, this team's gonna be pretty. We already good. know what this team is. They're good enough to win just with Jalen and Jason. And and a, and a pile of crap around them. Or if the supporting cast is even decent, this team can go far. Like so, you're just trying to figure it out along the way. Like I don't think anything matters until we said this again last game. Nothing matters until you get everybody back fully healthy through the trade deadline and see if you got anybody with that TPE. And then whatever happens in those last 20, 20, 30 games of the regular season, that's probably what this team is heading into the playoffs. Right now, it is what it is. I mean, it's not. It's you know. I, you're hoping you find something along the way. And if you find a little bit of usefulness out of Carson Edwards, great. If you find it out of Pritchard, which they already have, that stuff, these, this is like a you discovery mentioned him. period. How'd he like, look tonight? Who? His return. Pritchard. Awesome. The Boston Pea Party, baby. <laughs> well, 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 well needed return for sure. He was awesome. Back. Yeah. In limited I mean, minutes, but he looked was- great. Even a single part of me that was thinking he may be a little rusty, right? He's just one of those players that once he's ready to go, he's ready to go. And, and that three-pointer that he's that the, the got things going for him, you know, the, the playmaking, it, it just again, it's like waiting for uh, your veteran point guard to come back from an injury instead of a, a you know. I'm telling you, the way the approach heading into the season, what Jeff Teague means to this team compared to Pritchard, you know, if someone would have told me, I'd, it's crazy. Peyton Pritchard. <laughs> Like the most, one of the most important pieces of this team right now, for sure. And it, it's not even, we, we had this question would he come back and would it continue for him? And what he's doing isn't that unsustainable. It's being aggressive, getting to good positions on the floor and making quality passes, playing hard on defense and hitting down shots, which he did all of college. So it's right. like five things he's doing right now that aren't that hard to sustain. It's not like he's scoring 25 points every night and they're riding his scoring average. He's facilitating for the offense. And And that's why when you heard Smart went down, sure, it was going to hurt them defensively. But on the offensive end, you knew a guy who was coming back who did many of the things that Smart provides offensively. Yeah, it's like textbook stuff too, you know, mechanics, stuff that you're only going to get better at, you know, once you hone those skills and – like to your point, you know, it's not, you know, shooting ridiculous or, or going off for 35 points or something. It's, it's easily sustainable, rep, you know, repetitious stuff that he's only going to get better at. And like you think of what he's done in place of Kemba at the beginning of the year and Teague flopping the way he did and now Smart going down for a month. This is shaping up to be one of the more important draft picks Ainge has ever made. Like it's. Oh, definitely. I mean, really, where would this team be without him? 
I, they're probably the same record ish. No, I don't think so. No, yeah. John. I mean, I mean that has more maybe to do with maybe a few more losses, but a lot of that yeah. has to do with the guys changes drafted over the last ten years too. Don't forget. But I'm I mean, Bobby's got Bobby's got a years. point. That's what it's I'm one thinking. Of, <laughs> it's one of the better pick. It's one of the his best picks. Like when you think about where he where he was picked at, and I will say he is certainly important because we already mentioned team struggles and things like that. So I mean, Pritchard can come in and be that like first or second guy off the bench and sort of like continue to run the show i mean that's huge for them if they can get if they can get all their guys back healthy and coming off the bench giving you 20 plus i have no game, idea yeah how old this sweet could be joe, days old joe oh, Sway. you got the dust water i don't think know. water goes bad so you should it's not great you know joe what Sway and i were thinking like sadiq bay or some other shooting wing at that spot and what would have happened was you would have had Neesmith and another guy stuck behind, you know, four or five other wings on the team. Teague would have been flopping. Kemba was obviously out for however many games. And now Smart would have gone down and they would have had no backup option for Smart. I, that's what I mean. I don't think Pritchard was like the best pick of all time. But situationally for what this team needed, and, and we talk about drafting for need not always being a thing, but this year they needed a draft for need in that spot and they hammered mm-hmm. it out of the park. I'll say top five out of the last seven. That's picks, what I was thinking. Seven years. Something like that, right? Tatum, Brown, Smart, maybe Pritchard's right well, around those, there. Those picks, like, Rondo is you know, way back. Yeah, Rondo was 06. You didn't have a choice but to pick those guys, really. I'm talking just yeah, based, yeah, on, yeah. Like, based I mean, on, like, where he was in the draft. That's a, that was a great pick, for sure. This is a good question. What's Pritchard's high-end comp? Uh, let's say oh, kind of scrappy. It's got to be somebody sparky. Uh, think of the sparkiest yeah. guy you can sparky, think of, Jimmy. Scrappy guy. Uh, sparky, plucky, wily. <laughs> oh, me like a Jason Williams in his prime. No way. Oh, that's high. <laughs> yeah, Jason Williams was on another planet. He did, no, he did say high end comp though. Watch, watch. Nobody Jason Williams highlight reel. Jason Williams. Jason Williams highlight reel is unbelievable. Unbelievable. I can watch that all day. He's the yeah, most fun. Uh, I can watch Jason Williams highlight reels all day. I we should like do a show on Jason Williams someday, John. Um, a high-end comp for Pritchard? Oh, that's putting me on the spot here. I don't know, like a decent point guard. Some people are throwing DJ Augustine out <laughs> Van Vliet is the one everybody says. I think I that's know, Van Vliet? He's not going to be that good, that's is not, he? Okay, the, the question was high-end comp. Yeah, oh, high-end. Okay. <laughs> sure, Okay. Mike Van Bibby? Lee. I don't know. Yeah, Bibby. I was thinking Bibby, but high end. Bibby's a beast too, though. Van Fleet is Van Fleet out of I the question. I hated Bibby though. Don't Van Fleet listen. right now. I is hated all, Mike Bibby. Is, is, is it, I mean an all star? It all comes down to how long he stays here and what the role would be, because there's still that question of does he ultimately become like an asset to use in a <laughs> yes. eventual trade or. Like, is he, like, the next point guard of the team for years to come? I thought DJ DJ Augustin was a decent comp there. Yeah. But is DJ – Patty Mills? Augustin really He's a competent. high I mean, guy? Yeah. That might not be DJ high. Augustine, ben, Gordon, like, ben Gordon was an yeah, athlete. Nothing. Ben Gordon's much more athletic. Ben Gordon was an athletic freaking. Billups? That's, uh, that would be a really high end, too. Billups? Hall of Famer? He's a little no. quicker than Billups. No, he's a fringe. Chauncey – Chauncey Billups was nasty his rookie year. When I love Chauncey. traded him, I cried like a baby. Yeah. I was young, so don't 
Don't hate on me for that, but I did cry. He's like my favorite player at the time. You wish you could have had that week where he would have been running the offense at a much higher rate, more minutes, all that stuff during the layoff. Oh. Uh, when he was like one of eight guys on the roster. That would have been a lot of fun. Jason Terry. No, Terry could uh, score, man. No, no, point guard. A lot of people are picking score first, guys. Teague's a real point guard. You know? Well, that's what he's doing right now. Who's not afraid to, who who will shoot too. But I mean, yeah, I was going to say, if you go back and watch him in college, Tony Parker's high end comp. There you go. I I think he's capable of being a, he's capable (laughs) of being a, I love Tony Parker. Yeah. I mean, you're talking about, you know, that's definitely a a John guy. Tony Parker. I love Parker too. Parker's so good. Yeah. Oh, that twenty. You love that. That twenty thirteen finals where they just lost because all the crazy stuff happened in Game Six. I mean, he was unbelievable that year, and then it started fading him for for a little bit after that. Twenty fourteen too, though. That team was ridiculous, and by that point, he was the front man on that team. Maybe like a John Stockton. I like this one right here. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. Nailed it. Yeah. I bet, I bet that yeah. guy watched them. Dude, <laughs> right around I'll there. never forget those games, bro. Oscar Robinson, man. Crazy, <laughs> yeah. Crazy times. John That's a good question for Robinson Bob. Games, I think. That's a good Ron question. Deron Williams. I like it. Shout out to this dude. Deron Williams is a decent when he, uh, was, when he was a top five point guard. Deron Williams was terrific. Yes. He and then he could fill it up. Yeah. He could fill it up. But he hated Jerry Sloan, right? Isn't that how it ended there? Yeah. Or something? Yeah, he, he like it. He, he fell off a cliff, man. Williams was really good. I liked he, him a lot. He was one of the big five nets that <laughs> were not very big. <laughs> yeah. Him and uh, – All right, can I uh, – <laughs> before we end it, Bobby? Can I, can I do the Thompson thing? I'm going to make my pitch because, you know, you guys had missed a couple games this week. But Tuesday and Wednesday, he scores 13 points. He scores 17 points. Massive rebounding games. I think he's uh, fifth in the league in rebounds per 48, uh, or 36 rather, and then comes out tonight and plays the best defense I've seen from him all season. Rotates out on Kawhi and forces an air ball. Rotates out on Batum and gets a stop late. Clogging up the middle and some zone looks, some man looks. And again, I think he you know, it wasn't a flashy scoring night from him. But we wanted him to close the game on Wednesday, and who knows how that would have gone if he actually got fourth quarter minutes in this game. And tonight, they let him roll, and he ends with 11-7. and seven. Two clutch free throws at the end of the game. Oh, He's gotten good. much better at that. That was terrifying. I think we're already – That was crazy that he hit him. We're already approaching. I'm not going to make you do it tonight, but we're already approaching Tristan Thompson apology cam. Because oh, like I said – this gracious – it's happening sooner than I thought. Just he's going to be so crucial. Listen, Bobby, you almost apologized. We keep him, talking like, about ago. moving goalposts here. <laughs> no, you brought it up. I, I came very close. Be this guy. Like this, this is the low end of what you were trying to get. He's now hitting his lowest expectations of what you thought you might be getting. When very soon. I mean, a couple of times. Can we at least give him a run of? Well, think of what he's going to be doing by the end of the year now. He's already he's back. In a week. Then that's – Well, let's see. We can't then. do an apology. If we do an apology, Cam, every time you want to, we would have already apologized for saying Semi was bad and then apologized two days later for saying – I think all this stuff was deserved. Okay? 
we'd, we'd keep apologizing for the thing we said the day before because it keeps changing. Sorry. So please give it some time. Sorry. Yeah, what are we Canadian? We're just gonna apologize. I know Bobby's the prime minister. Of you guys aren't Canada, gonna apologize for anything. You're just gonna resist. I, it's gonna be well. It's gonna be April, and you guys are gonna be like, we haven't seen enough. It's changed too much. <laughs> Listen, you can go check the tapes. The only the only thing I said about Thompson was that if it came down to Miles Turner and Indy or Tristan Thompson, I would have picked Miles Turner. So. If you're telling me that Thompson's better and than I'm Turner, still, yeah. then I'll apologize. But until <laughs> then, I'm not apologizing. I like the signing of Tristan Thompson. But he, like John just said, he's just starting to show signs of life. And listen, is it a coincidence that it's in California? Is it the Kardashian effect um, going Let's not jinx him. I agree here, Kareem. Kardashian effect is strong <laughs> right now. You know, and, get, and, maybe and, you got to see his, his child too, which is – Probably very nice for it. Maybe gives him a little uh, rejuvenation. You guys, you, you guys are right, too. I was tough on him. I was extremely tough on him last week. I mean, I thought he was the worst defender in the NBA after we saw it. The you way thought he got that like three days ago. Yeah, yeah, against the Warriors. But that's when he started coming up on the offensive side. Now okay. tonight I see some defense. And it's just changing very fast for him. And like it's going to be way more important than you guys think. And all I'm saying is we can't, be on the, we can't be on the verge of having you apologize for Thompson for thinking he was good two days ago, and then a day later we apologize for the other thing. We just <laughs> yeah. can't can't flip flop like that. It has to be a sustained. <laughs> we got to sustain it. Let's just let's sustain it, okay? <laughs> just a little bit longer. I, I just down. I'm still leaning on the fact that he's going to be a game changer come playoff Fine. time. Great. And we're we're all for it. That. Let's, let's get that. there. <laughs> we're seeing shades of it already. Tonight, this clip. tonight, his play against Giannis on opening night, which was important looking back on it, and the fact that he's made this. I know. But let's not he's, forget the 15 games in the middle where he was like – I know, and I, I've acknowledged yeah, all those things. This. I can already see this clip resurfacing and then just seeing like opening night. February 6th, 2000. And then like March, so it's like it's Bobby, these these takes about Thompson like throughout the course of the season. It's going to slowly grow as the year goes on. And and I ignored the signs early on of how impactful he can end up being. But even even from day one, even from day one, he has made this a top five offensive rebounding team. And again tonight, the Clippers. And Dennis Cantor also made it a good offensive team. No, he didn't. Yes. Not at this level. Who's who's a better offensive rebounder this year? Can, uh, Thompson. Cantor. No, I think it's I think it's even at this point. I'll check that fine. after the show. That's but we, we 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 already had this conversation. He's, Many he times. had to do more than what he was doing, and all he was doing was grabbing some boards. Now, thankfully, he's finishing around the rim a little bit better, which is all you really needed out of him. Which is clean up some of that mess, get it, scrap, fight for the ball. Work it in tight. Use some muscle against smaller defenders. He's done that, which is great. You want to see that for a sustained period of time? He'll absolutely have more value. The version of him prior to this West Coast trip was trash. Most of the year, trash. Yeah, and it changed very quickly. That's great, but I mean, he was trash. Okay, yeah. we we almost we, we all determined he was the third. He should be the third big, and it looked like it was trending that way. I mean, guys, at the beginning of this trip, we had he had two, he had the first two games of the season. He was below 20 minutes out of three total. It looked like Brad was starting to knock him down that rotation. And then just bang, bang. It was Bobby, it was that Grant Tristan game 
where Grant didn't play. The Warriors, yeah. yeah. Grant no, didn't play Grant. the day before, yeah. and Tristan was relegated to 15 minutes of action, and then they both came back and had their best games the next day. So we're we're two games into this Tristan resurgence. Let's let's give it a little time. Well, that's when Williams and Tice win. They they play well together. Well, they show signs that they could. Yeah, that was great. Yeah. I love this version. I love that. I, I you know I, I right. that's what you want to see. Yeah, you're gonna mostly see committee work at that position, but I just think. Given the matchups that they brought him in for, he's going to lay an imprint on those series when it ultimately comes to that. And already we're seeing him change who this team is. And I don't love it, but it's working for them right now. And I think it's going to lead somewhere great. Here's my question. If you had your option of of switching out some of our current bigs for a player like Vucevic or even Zubat uh, tonight who we saw. So I'm not saying you can get that guy, but – a, a player like that, a more offensive-minded, more no. slightly more. Do you think that fits? Because there is, there, I don't know whether it does or doesn't on this team. You like these kind of scrappy, undersized guys that can switch and guard the perimeter, um, because I know Brad does. That's the that's the upshot with a guy like Kristen and a guy like Tice is that they can guard the perimeter a little bit better than the, than these other guys, and they don't clog it up. Um, yeah, I'd rather be a defensive team than an offensive team. Yeah, yeah, but I feel like if you're getting someone like that, you you have to flip Tice, right? You're paying so, a lot of money, yeah. Yeah, well, you're upgrading that position in that role, right? Because he would be the only stretch big that you have that you could put out there. And you're essentially upgrading that position, right? You know, if we're talking pure shooting-wise between Tice and Vucevic, you take Vucevic and just the overall who Vucevic is as a player who I think could still get a little bit better, you know, that's what you would see the Celtics do. But – how does that work between the three again? Do you still have the same problem or, or do you have to part ways with one of the other bigs? It's, I don't know. It's I would tough. Obviously, if you can pull off a trade like that, you do it. I, I mean, I guys, I don't, if it's Vucevic over Tice, I think that's a no brainer. Yeah. Right, I mean, exactly. So, what are we talking about here? But I'm just saying, we're not, that's like that, Bobby, thinks so. Bobby doesn't want to trade anybody for anybody. No, I want a wing. I want to get back to having three wings. He wanted a wing instead of Tristan. Well, no, you can have both now. That was my. That's why I liked what they did with Turner. Whoa, now you whoa, can have a wing, and you can have Thompson. Hold on a second. The oh, Pacey deal, Miles Turner. I'm just saying. I said last wing. week I would still that's say no to Turner. Wing. That's a big and a wing. You would still know. in some Dude, ways. You're just being stubborn now. You love defense, but you would say no to that. A little better with. You'd rather teams. be a defensive team, but you'd say no what? to that. We'll see where this defense goes. Early on, I was thinking about it because the defense was a disaster at the beginning of the year, but the last two weeks have been pretty good. And now I, I'm guessing probably not because the score is still high, but relative to what the challenge was of this Clippers team, I, I think they're inching toward being a top 10 defense again, which is so satisfying to me. You think? I, I hope, man. I, I so don't they, they strangled the Cavs, which wasn't impressive because the Cavs aren't good on offense. But then they shut down the Bulls to, besides that late burst, I think it was 103 in the end. That was pretty impressive because the Bulls are a great offense. Uh, they did a good job tonight. The Warriors, they held down Steph after I mean, that bad first quarter. 52% from the floor and 44 from three. I mean, but second half is. I know I'm the second about. half was better, but I mean, it was really one quarter where they really pulled it ahead. But I mean, this was not a stellar defensive effort. It was better. We have 115 I, I, points it, without it, Paul it, George in the game. It was garbage for huge stretches of this well, game. Well, 63 was the first half, and then it was 20 in the third, which was a great. And then down the stretch of this one, they just completely shut it down. Sammy stopped Kawhi twice. 
Bobby, they gave up 33 points in the fourth. This was not a good defensive night. They, they had a good third quarter, and that's basically it. But the defense was was garbage in the first half and only okay in spots, in a couple of spots in that fourth quarter. Well, they were down 16, and they had to go on big runs I to get know, back, they, and then it's going to come back miss, the other way. They didn't miss in the third quarter. They went like 9-11. and They scored like eight, three, three eight threes yeah. in the third quarter. The Celtics just lit it up in that third quarter. They outscored them 38-20 to 20 in the third quarter. Well, this that is was, as this is as good of an offense. Not as a difference of eighteen points. This was not a good defensive night. I mean, think of the personnel on the other side. Kawhi scoring thirty every single night. You you shut him down with semi Ojale in isolation in crunch time. Like, and then Thompson gets the switch stops, and they started. Just, I mean, Batum, Canard. You know, I mean, I know the first quarter and second were pretty bad. This was not a, a, a this was not a dynamite Clippers. You know, I mean, this was not the best Clippers team that they're going to put out there, and they they lit the Celtics up. This was not a good defensive game. It was the they're not going to see an offense better than this one. So you come out with a win, you what hold them to the one fifteen. Oh, that's yeah. a fair point. We'll see what happens there. Yeah, and that's our. That's true, good and point. I agree. They closed strong, sure, but yeah, let's. I I don't want to. There's no there's no reason to overstate it. They, they defense was bad for most of this game. But Second we saw half, glimpses like of what they're. I think what Bobby's saying is, we saw glimpses of what they're capable of when they want to be a good defensive team. Is that correct, Bob? Yeah, and I'm talking. We the, can we can meet in the middle. Like here, right? It's, like it's Friday night. The con- the competition was high here, and I know George wasn't in there, but still, you're relying on Semi to make great defensive plays, and Grant, and Rob, and Teague, and uh, Edwards. It went down to guys who are less reliable defensively, still coming up big. And Kemba Walker, I thought tonight, was fantastic defensively. So it wasn't just your reliable guys doing all the work on that end. It was a great team effort. They're becoming more connected. And I'm just seeing progress with this team week in and week out. And even if they lost this game tonight, I still would have come out feeling pretty good about it because it's just about the signs you see and the progress being made. And as long as everybody's freaking out, I'm not going to talk about the comments again after tonight, but <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> I promise. He goes back, he goes back and he rereads them all and cries. He just at night, can't guys. quit you guys. He just cannot. Quit no, you I, the only reason I read them is because you blast them up on the screen all game. <laughs> <laughs> Fire Brad, trade Kemba for Isaiah. And they just flash in my face. And I'm like, what's going on We're here? We're connected to our viewers, Bobby. <laughs> hey, we, we, this is the difference between our show and all the others. We give the viewers a voice. It, it might be an idiotic voice, but we still give them a voice. I've always done that. I used to give um, some guy in Australia like 18 minutes to do like a long poem about the game. <laughs> well, we're not going to we're not going to go that far. Please yeah, keep your poems to yourself. Yeah, <laughs> 18 minutes. <laughs> we used to have some late nights That's on the old show. Must have really been hurting for content. <laughs> riveting. It sounds like a riveting uh, program. Okay, guys. It was, it was just eight, 18. Some minutes. people still miss that show, but uh, yeah, 18 minutes is like. 45 and on TV, like you know, radio that's a long 18. 18 is a long time. I oh, had to be 18 seconds. John, nothing, he's been all over our chest. Just reminded me, pay the bills. I'm going to pay the bills here. Um, yeah. final, uh, final thought. I'm not landscape, Bobby, paying bills. Just use relax, this, relax, Bob. We don't need to do your final. Use thought. Yeah, we're not going to pay the bills quick. Uh, I was just wrapping it up. First purchase and free shipping at manscaped.com for the full package for your package. 
uh, lawnmower 3.0. Uh, we've got all sorts of accessories, uh, which I think involves some powder and some spray. Uh, powder is huge, man. Forward today, guys. Check me out. Use various places, uh, boxers, a travel bag. Uh, you know, get it done. Get it done, kid. You're going to need it. <laughs> get it done, kid. Get it done. Press pass 20, dude. Yeah. That's right. got to be the new line right there. Manscaped. Get it done, kid. Get it done. That's my, that's the, that's, get it done, kid. You got, Jimmy makes the best point on this sale. You're, you need something like this in your tool shed. So why not just go get this now for the 20% off? Go. Seriously. And free shipping. Do it. You'll get 20% off. It's good for us. It's good for you. Free shipping too. Good product. I mean, good a ton of balls. us use it here. Ton of us use it. Your balls, man. Right at the end of the day, right? Just yeah. guys being dudes. Just what's the? Bro, I have a couple part? girls guys, in here too, ladies. If you're, if yeah. if you're watching, you know, you, you know a guy. Go? You know a guy. <laughs> probably could use it. You snort. Powder. <laughs> yeah. Wherever you want it to go. Wherever you want it to go. It, once Where, once you just, buy it, it's yours. Wherever it's itching. Go nuts. Yeah, that's fun. All right, please. Wait, it looks like you threw a bunch of powder on your white balance is way off tonight, bro. Yo, I don't know what's going on. I thought it looked you fine. It's, I'm, I, it, I feel like it, it keeps going in and out. It, it dims it's, a bit. It's the impact of the Nick camera. It just starts fogging up. <laughs> you might have to do one of these. We didn't get Nick at night once on this trip. He's in the chats right now. I can't believe that. We have one more 10 o'clock, though. Utah Jazz. Can you do that? Just crash me That was one of the funniest moments in the history of the show. When is Utah? I, I don't know. Is it is Monday it or Tuesday? Speaking of the commenters, one of them was like, yo, this dude. Oh, no, Josue, he got gotcha. you. He got gotcha. you. Uh, he got you. He didn't see me say it either. I said at the top. <laughs> I was like, listen, if I look like Sammy Sosa, y'all need to let me know. Tuesday is Utah. I'm out here, Sammy Sosa. Slam and Sammy. We got Slam and Sammy on the show tonight. Uh, we get some guests. We get some good guests. Where's that? Where's the switch at? There's light off. <laughs> I think it's the back light. Do you need to get that ring light, bro? No, that, no the ring light is the one that's going too hard, Jimmy. That's the one that's too oh, bright. Really? Oh, now it's even up. I got the other light off. Now it's even up. Joe Sosa. So, so, so. <laughs> need the right equipment so, for the job. So like, Sway. Man, Joe Sway. So Sway. No, I got nothing. Joe Sosa. So Sway. So Sway. Joe, yeah. So Sway. Um, all right, guys. Uh, Super Bowl prediction time, I guess. Oh, hey, real quick. We got to make sure that we're, our show on Sunday is over well before the Super Bowl because I am locked on. To my guy, TB12, this this question is for Tom Brady guys only. I'm going to tweet this tomorrow. But is this Sunday Super Bowl, is this the biggest Super Bowl for Brady guys? Because it might be. It's, no, it's a wash. In terms of Brady guys. I, I think for, it's the opposite. House money. Yeah, it, 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 no one will no, care no, no. if he loses. I, I, com- I disagree completely. I don't. I mean, listen, if he loses, it's not a big deal. But if he wins, it might, might be the biggest Super Bowl for Brady guys going because of all the naysayers and the hate and the Patriot stuff mm-hmm. and – they wouldn't pay him, and everyone, you know, doesn't great, believe him. Jimmy, it's a great fu win, but exactly. I think that's what Jimmy means by it. Yeah. In terms of pressure, it's so low. Not a yeah. pressure thing, but if if you're a Brady guy, this is a big game for you because this is going to really like shut down the haters once and for all. Even though they've already been shut down, there's nothing else Brady needs to do, like you said. But this shuts down the Patriots haters, 
shuts down the Patriots organization. Bill, everybody who didn't believe that Tom still had the juice left, which he clearly does. Winner or not on Sunday, he clearly does. I'm betting Bucks money line on Sunday. I'm a huge Bucks believer. I think they've got a strong defense, too, that gets overlooked sometimes. Um, it's going to be a high-scoring game, though, that being said. 38-34 Bucks. There's, there's pressure on Brady because he's going to have to be great in this game to match up with Mahomes on the other side because that's just such a monster on the Kansas City side. And I know what's Bernard's thing, John, that it's it's the team in Tampa and not as much Brady. I well, guess. A lot of people are saying it, but here's my – here's There's vindication, garbage. though, because – Look at it, okay? There's one, there's one legitimate edge that the Bucks have in this game, and that's that their defensive front is solid and – Casey's got a real ragtag offensive line here. And now, run game too. Yeah. What people, what people, well, they don't have the discipline to commit to the run game. Arians will never do it. So it's up to Brady to have a very, very, very clean game. He can't yeah. turn it over. What I will say last year, and people forget, it, people forget it, San Francisco lived in the Casey backfield for three quarters. Bosa would have been the MVP of that game through three and a half quarters, and then none of it mattered because Mahomes went down the field three times in four minutes and scored, you know, He's three amazing. and it was over. So the difference here is you have somebody on the other side who should and could theoretically go punch for punch with him late in the game. So if Brady is clicking like Brady can, and this game is close, that, that it can work for them. Okay. But Brady has to be clean. You can't turn. <laughs> there is, there is a Brady world where this Brady. is. Brady has been locked in a room for two weeks getting ready for this game. I am expecting peak Tom Brady on Sunday. I'm, I'm a, with you, Jimmy. But this there's is a, old hat for him. This there's a world where this the a Chiefs, home game too. There's a world where the Chiefs annihilate him though, which which makes me a little scared Not to go world. all in on them. But I am picking the Bucks. I mean, I love their defense. Their weapons are unbelievable. You mentioned the front seven, John. Yeah. It's amazing. Like I. I've always been a Bucks fan. That's always been my NFC oh, team going back to get out of here, Bob. No, it is. Me I, too, I used to love the Bucks. Want, want me to fire off names? Josh Freeman, Legarrette, no, Blunt, we don't. Doug Please Martin. Don't. No. I go back to those days. I need pictures with you in the uh, you know Bucks gear. That's what I, I need. got one downstairs. Oh, I got a Doug Martin jersey. I was just this season. So this is where I give Brady credit. He chose a great team and he got blasted for going there because the city. He stinks and the organization stinks, but the team was really good. He chose and, he chose an average team and he made them great. No, they were, he chose a team that was on the rise. That to the a team really good team. team that would have made they the playoffs good. leave an average quarterback play last year. How many interceptions? Lot, that had Winston a lot of out? good pieces. Did he have thirty interceptions? Think, thirty interceptions. But, oh lord! <laughs> how many quarter, how, how many quarterbacks take? They had a top team? five offense last year with a quarterback who threw thirty interceptions. He and they have, 5, no yards. They, have, they have no discipline and their coaching is average at best in my opinion. How many That's quarterbacks true. how many quarterbacks jump on a team, jump on that Bucks team this season? No, but I'm, no I'm giving season. him credit, Jimmy. He chose a great place I and made ten, them better. I think ten or twelve people could have had him in the Wrong. same place. Wrong. I, I think I think I think they get there with a I, like I said, I think an above average ten or twelve. Half the freaking league. They were, they were an 11 and 5 team. They weren't that far from that last year. A, an average quarterback gets him there, but I don't know if they get him to the Super Bowl. Yeah. Maybe the playoffs, but yeah. Who you got, Joe Sway? I'm going to go. I don't want it to be this way, but I'm, I think this is going to be sort of the passing the torch sort of thing. You know, I think we get a hell of a game, and I think uh, Mahomes pulls it up. I think the Chiefs win it, but I hope I'm wrong, man. I really want Brady to win it, but 
you got to admit this, Jimmy. It's going to be really hard for Tampa to win. I just get the feeling it's going to be like that passing, passing the score. It's going to be hard for the Chiefs to win, too, I think. I mean, listen, these are the two teams deserve to be here. I think it's going to be a high-scoring game. I mean, you, I, at this point, I don't know how you can bet against Brady. I just don't know. I mean, I understand Mahomes is the best quarterback in the league just based on talent, but Brady is the greatest football player of all time, maybe the greatest athlete of all time. I do know, I, I do know many things. Thank you. And I'm not counting out Brady. I mean, I might be wrong yeah, but again, see, but I'm certainly not going to count him out. When he was throwing the, that's the thing, Brady. To, to John's point, he's got to he's got to throw a clean game, and he that's has to, my feeling. He looked very clean this postseason. That's know? my feeling right that's there. The Tampa, Does the Chiefs defense scare you? Does that defense scare you? No, just Mahomes really. Yeah, so, I mean it's all I mean, about Mahomes. Like, why can't they, why can't Brady have a clean game? I mean, I, I I'm expecting he him could, to, Jimmy. He could get them there early in the fourth and be yeah, up like Mahomes has a yeah. But, he could he could be up twenty eight fourteen in the fourth, and Mahomes could literally just burst in the flames and score three touchdowns in okay. six minutes. Like that's the kind of player he is. So but it scares I think Mahomes, me. I think Mahomes needs to have a clean game too because uh, Br- uh, it, it, Brady's two and three against Spagnuolo. Uh, he, he 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 gives him fits a little bit sometimes. So I'm a little yeah. that's that that's about it. He you know you have a guy who can m- disrupt him a little bit before he kind of figures stuff out. And if you go down 14 nothing here, you know, it's always that fear. I mean, this is the same thing everybody had when they played the Patriots, when they had an offense that was just killing you. You know, you you go down 14 nothing the rest of the game, you're dead. You know, like, yeah. I, so, I don't know. I, that's what I, I think that's what I see. I, I just see him going down, maybe, my, maybe not by two touchdowns, but 10 points, and he just has to crawl his way back, and maybe he falls short in the end. I, I don't know. Hopefully I'm wrong, though. It's it's hard. I can't tell if I'm deciding with my head. For a while, I was one of these grumpy, jilted New England guys who was like, Brady left us, F him. But like, uh, the heart, which the heart wants. Is it's fake impo- news, by the way. It's impossible not to root for him. Oh. I, I, and I tried. And I, I, yeah, I, and we battled. We battled via text all year. And I have to say. He's vindicated either way. I tried. He's, he's I, I, I'm not I, afraid I, to admit I'm wrong. I. I just I feel like you're rooting against him at this point. It's like you you, you don't appreciate the, the greatness of this whole it's thing. It's a better like, story. Yeah. Like, listen, you're not going to see another quarterback like this. Yeah, just right. enjoy it, you know? Write this, write this story. So, Plus, Jimmy. I, I question people. I'm like, do you really like football or do you just – I don't know. Like, really. I'm just like, I don't get it at this point. This is greatness. How do, how do you not – you know? How are you not impressed by this? Selfish so I think, also. I want I, think, I want to see seven to seven Super Bowls to one for Mahomes is going to make it really hard for him to catch him. But if it's yeah. six two this early in his career, it leaves it open. So yeah, yeah. create some distance here. I think Jimmy, this is going to be the most point. watched most watched Super Bowl of all time. A lot of hype going into the Super Bowl. One of the best quarterback matchups of all time uh, in the Super Bowl, I would say too, um, based on you know just. I mean, remember that game in 2018? That AFC title game should have been the Super Bowl. Brady just just came out with so much big playmaking and to counter Mahomes the way he did in that game on the road. Like, that's got to – where's that rank for you, John, among the Brady wins? Top three. And they still needed the forward play, though. Like, that's – they still needed that in the very end against Mahomes. So, that's what scares me. I know Brady's capable of it, but what they're going up against is daunting. Yeah. All right. Well, we will do – SpongeBob, if you you hated Brady this year, then I just feel bad for you, man. Like I I hate Bill in the past. I am – I'm over the edge. All right. So, we're going to wrap it. Bobby's going to get angry. 
We are back. For, <laughs> brother came to a pass. We are back. This is a perfect way to kick off your Super Bowl with uh, some Celtics post-game action right after the game. What time's kickoff? Is it we like get to talk about Jay Crowder? Six forty-ish, isn't it? Usually? Yeah, well, like and that. the game starts at what two? Yeah, yeah, we'll be long gone. Okay, so 11... I'm also I'm gonna have some Super Bowl prop. We, uh, everyone has to come with some Super Bowl prop bets for the end of the show. So make oh, sure I'll talk about prepared. the weekend for twenty-five minutes if you come want with, me to come. Come with your best Super Bowl prop bets um, for Sunday. Yeah. Okay. But deal. We'll unless, do that. Unless, unless we're not allowed to get, I don't want to say anything wrong. So maybe just for fun. Just for fun. Just for fun. Just yeah. for fun. All right. We're going to wrap it. Thanks for hanging. It's late bedtime. It's almost 2 a.m. I just Local. got that. <laughs> What are you laughing at, Josue? Oh, no. What you guys are just saying now, just for fun. Like, I, I just got the just joke. Just for fun, guys. We're just <laughs> having fun. Just have all good, clean fun here. No wager, no, yeah. That's all we do on this show. We don't make a cent. Just having fun. Anyway, we will see you guys uh, on the flip side. Jimmy Toscano, Joe Sway, Sosa Pavone. Sosa. (laughs) Sosa. Uh, Bobby Manning. Uh, We're back on Sunday. Enjoy your weekend. Go, Go Brady. Go sports. Go sports.